Wake up with the morning tailgate with Clay Baker. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM, KRLV Las Vegas. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, this is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole, first down, end zone, touchdown, touchdown Raiders! Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Coming to you live from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ. Coming up at 3.30, we'll have Lester Hayes, the great Lester Hayes. I had an opportunity to talk to him and the Hall of Famer Mike Haynes on Saturday afternoon. Matter of fact, that's that's a, one of the best cornerback duos ever. I talk about DBs win games all the time. Those DBs right there, those cats won games. And so it was so cool to be able to talk to them. I, I get to talk to Mike Haynes. I think I feel like every year I talk to him like once during the summer and I'll talk to him once uh, at the Super Bowl in, in, on Radio Row. And this year I remember Mike was actually talking to JT and we were all just hanging out there in LA at the Super Bowl. But uh, I feel like I get to talk to him all the time, but uh, don't always get to talk to him in person unless, like I said, it is a Super Bowl setting. So to be able to sit down with Mike Haynes here in the studio at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, that was fun. You know, it was just me and him. And it was it was literally like nobody else in the building except for a couple people here in the in the studio. And then me and Mike. And then me and Lester. I mean, it was just it was so cool to have that opportunity on Saturday. And so uh, I did my, my normal routine, DeMond. I went to the barbershop, got cut up, and then boom, came uh, immediately over to the, to the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, talked to those guys. So you'll hear the conversation with Lester Hayes coming up at 3.30. You'll hear my conversation with Mike Haynes tomorrow, I believe, at 3.30. We'll do that uh, here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. We do have Cover 3 NFL news and notes coming up in a hot minute. But before we get to that, let's go out to the phone lines at 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Raider X. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, my man? What up, fellas? What up? Hey, so you talked about what it gets me excited about this season. What gets me excited about this season is probably the first season, man, that I can remember that we don't have to go through the whole Derek Carr drama of is he leaving, who's going who, who's gonna to trade for him, how are we going to cut him, where is he going. <laughs> Besides that little media, you know, talking head stuff, you know, the, the Kaepernick thing going on, that's just a lot of, you know, people just just hating. You know, and one thing, though, we all know is Raider Nation, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, Raiders are always in their mouth. You know, they're always being talked about. You know, everybody wants to talk about them. Because you know why? Because they're always part of the conversation. You know, because it, 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 like, like, like we've said before, when the Raiders are great or they're good or they're challenging, the NFL is better. And that is what's so damn exciting about the Raiders moving forward. Look at like, what, like, I, think it's, I think you talked about that earlier about, like, the whole Steph Curry, you know, Durant thing. You know, it's the same type of thing, you know, looking at, you know, Carr. You know, I think that, you know, yeah, he's not a guy that's going to sit there or he has taken the team on his back, but he's a major elevator that he has the ability to take him to the next level. It's just that sometimes he does too much, and then he makes mistakes. We've all been there. We've all stressed. We've all pushed the limit, and you make mistakes. Yeah. And I think right now 
it's all coming together and you got some people backpedaling trying to get on that bandwagon get some early reserve seats and trying to now you know trying to say hey you know what oh yeah because oh, no. they know yeah, yeah he, he's come, he's coming home bro you know he's been working with the, the Devonte for a few years and as things start slipping out his brother leaks a little bit yeah they've been working on it yeah they've been sitting out in the desert doing this oh yeah they've been working and now you got other people slipping yeah when they're out there uh, throwing for the last couple of, you know couple of weeks man it's like it's like the rust is off and the rust is coming really quick these guys are right back in sync uh-oh you know, I better start reeling back. I better be a, a, a car, you know, the car bandwagon. Oh, right. yeah, I always knew, you know. One last thing, though, before I get off, I, I like this whole conversation which you started, I think it was on your podcast, about who is going to be the next announcer. Yeah. I like to, to know, you know, what former Raiders, you know, what Raider, you know, people that were in the organization have transitioned into broadcasting, either podcast, NFL, collegiate i mean that are still in the game you know uh, i think you even got plunkett doing a little bit i don't think gannon is in for the long haul uh i think you talked about the, that the lady with beth myers i believe her name is yeah mullins yep. uh, mullins yeah there you go uh you know i mean just those those things i think that'd be a great conversation of who what type of talent what type of you know people we're looking forward to to carry that torch forward i think uh unfortunately uh papa that that boat has sailed you know, yeah. I love myself some some Papa though, but um, that sales. But uh, you know, that's a good conversation, brother. But uh, thank you for the combo. Have hey, a good one, man. Thank you for the call, Raider X. I do appreciate you. And, yeah, we had that conversation on Friday as well when the news broke about Brent Musburger. And, one, it was not a surprise to me as he only had a three-year deal to begin with. It's so funny. I've heard so many talking heads talking about, uh, you know, different conspiracies on why he's not back. And I even heard, what was it, somebody on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I can't remember the exact who it was, and I hate that I, I can't credit them for it. But, I mean, he went back to the point where, uh, you know, Brent was talking about, and matter of fact, he talked about it uh, with uh, with JT the Brick when he had him on the show right here on Radio Nation Radio 920 uh, when he said that that the campaign against Gruden was a smear job and was an inside hit job, and, and not inside this organization, but inside the NFL of a hit job. And so this, this person on Fox Sports went to the extent of saying the NFL made the call on that, and that's why Brent's not around anymore. And I was like, geez, how come his contract just couldn't been up and the Raiders decided to bring in some fresh talent? I mean, how come that can't be part of the conversation because it's not juicy enough? And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that that is what happened. I'm just saying that that's very well easily could have been the situation. You know it what I mean? Sell Q. I know it doesn't sell, <laughs> but everything doesn't have to sell. You know what I mean? Like everything doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a hot take or everything doesn't have to be the biggest headline and controversial. Like everyday life happens. You know what I mean? Like. People go to the grocery store and buy new stuff all the time, right? Nobody talks about it. It's always got to be a controversy. It's got to be something controversial. And, and and I just I don't know. I don't always sign up for that stuff. You know, I mean, if it if it's controversy, it's controversy. But it doesn't. It's it, it, to me, it feels like it's being force fed all the time. You know, like it's got to be something. There's got to be something behind it. No, you know, I I this is my gut feeling. Then we'll we'll get to our next caller. Shields up, but. When they hired Brent Musburger, I felt like it was a short-term thing to begin with. I mean, if you, if you recall, the guy had already retired once and, and gone to do VEASAN and was doing other things here in Las Vegas. And so when they, he had already done that once. So, you know, it's just, it, to me, it always felt like it was a short-term thing. And then when, you know, he said, I thank the Raiders for, you know, my time, 
I thought, okay, cool, not a big deal. Maybe I'm naive. I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, I don't know. Maybe my eyes are closed. Who knows? But <laughs> Open your third eye, Q. Yeah, apparently, apparently. I, I, I don't know, but good, good times. Uh, I, I like how you said, uh, how my guy uh, Raider X mentioned Beth Moens, though, uh, and the reason I bring her up again, and I've, I've mentioned her name a few times, uh, I was at the house preparing for the show today, and I turned on the TV, and, of course, the Women's College World Series is on. Of course, there's Beth Moens. And literally, because she's doing the broadcast, I will tune in and watch the Women's College World Series. So uh, earlier today, I was watching Oklahoma and UCLA. A matter of fact, UCLA beat Oklahoma in the first game. Now, I know they had another game back-to-back, I didn't get to see that one, but Oklahoma uh, lost that first one. I think when I left the house, they were winning in the game, too, but it was early. So there you go. Beth Mullins got me watching uh, Women's College World Series just because. You know, I hear her voice, and I, and I just leave it right there on the channel just because I'm so familiar with Beth. Let's go back out to the Rare Nation listener line, 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Shields. Up, oh, What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. How you doing, Q? Chilling, man, chilling. So the topic is uh, a broadcaster, right? That's beautiful. Oh yeah, it can be. Yeah, it can be. We we were talking about what you're what you're uh, looking forward to. Like, what gets you excited about uh, the Raiders' upcoming season? You know, just th- thoughts on on the Raiders. What gets you excited about the team? But then uh, Raider X brought up uh, broadcasters as well, so we could definitely chime in on that. Well, I'll reflect back to some of the things I said during the whole uh, in the process of getting uh, Ziegler and McDaniel. And I got to backtrack my words, man, because I wasn't too keen on Ziegler. But to me, what he's done as far as the GM process all the way up to this point has been, to me, an A. Um, all the moves he's done, reorganizing the cap money, um, getting uh, you know Devontae Adams and this and that. All that's left for me is to see you know McDaniels put it together on the field. But so far, up to this point, I mean, Ziegler's done a, done a great, great job. And, um, I mean, how about Matt Millen? Is he? Is he? <laughs> bring him in. I, yeah. mean, I don't know if we're looking at a color guy or a call guy. You know what I'm saying? To do the broadcasting. Mm-hmm. You know. So to me, a Matt Millen, and then you're talking about next Raider. Who knows? But um, that's my thoughts, man. And thank you, thank you for taking my call. Appreciate you, my man. Good stuff. Good stuff. And yeah, if you remember, Matt Millen was part of that crew with Beth Mowens and Rich Gannon. They they did a hell of a job. I would I would have no problem with those three uh, teaming up again. I also and, and I, I don't want because I don't know, but remember Lincoln Kennedy was doing color and Lincoln was fantastic. So I'm I'm all aboard with uh, you know Lincoln being part of the crew, whatever the next crew is as well, because I think he does a fantastic job. And I've I've thrown my name in the hat a thousand times. And since I'm here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, I'm going to keep yelling to the mountaintops, if you need a sideline guy, if you need someone for the sideline, Ray, Ray's in the other studio, Alexandra's in the other studio, if you need a sideline guy, I'm your guy. <laughs> about to get kicked out. I am. <laughs> I better not get loud until about, I don't know, 4.55, you know, and then they can really kick me out. But no, uh, in all reality, man, uh, I, I trust what direction that they're going to go, and I do believe uh, that they're going to bring in someone that's going to be a quality, a, a top-notch uh, broadcaster. I'm excited about it. I just think that, you know, th- things continue to evolve, broadcast evolve, everything evolves, teams evolve, you know, and so this is just the next chapter. It's evolution, and I love it. You know, we've had a couple good calls about possibly like Kirk Morrison. He's fantastic. You know, Stanford Route, he's on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas, all the time with Cofield and Company. He does a fantastic job. There's a lot of quality 
broadcasters, color commentators, sideline reporters. There's a lot of quality everything out there that can help continue to evolve. So I'm, I'm just excited to see what direction that they go. Again, I was not shocked at all when, uh, when it was announced that, that Brent wasn't coming back because I never thought that that was a long-term thing. Not because he's not good, because he's a Hall of Famer, he's, a, he's a great for a reason. But to me, it was just never a Raider. You know what I mean? It was never just like, hey, when I hear that voice, I think of the Raiders. When I heard Papa, I thought Raiders. When I hear Beth Mullins, I hear, I th- I hear Raiders. That's just me, though. So there you go. 702-365-9200. One more call. Let's get uh, Juan the Smasher right here in Vegas. What's on your mind, my man? What's up, Q? What's going on? Hey, man, I'm chilling, just making some noise. Man, I know that's right. Hey, hey bring that noise. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only job. It's the only job where I could be loud and I and I get away with it. It's awesome. Hey, that's right. Like, hey, hey, man, like Wu Tang, bring the ruckus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, but the but the season, you say, what what is it? What is it that you get excited about? Everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything, from the anticipation to the preseason to see who gets cut to see who makes it. You know what I'm saying? To smelling that grass, smelling that barbecue. Those fresh Coronas, you know what I'm saying? These new Donkey fans I got to yell at. These new Charger fans. These new Chiefs fans that I can't stand. It's, it's everything about being a Raider that I love that, that, you know what I'm saying, that only this team brings it out of me. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just can't wait. I have a good feeling. We got nice. Adams now. Yeah, him, him and Carr, they, they're going to bring us a chip. And I really do. And then that new Madden, you know what I'm saying? Right. Everything that has to do with football season, I'm ready. Nice. I like it. I like it, man. You got some folks fired up, man. You're going to have some guys go out there uh, in the backfield back here and run some wind sprints. Now, it's not going to be me, but there's going to be some folks that you got fired up, man, to run. So thank you. Thank you for that call, Juan. It's always great to hear from you. Uh, let's keep the party rolling, man. Let's talk to Raider Mac. What's on your mind, man? Welcome to the show. What's up, Q? Hope you had a good vacation in Hawaii, man. That's one of my favorite places to go on vacation. Nice. Hey, I got a couple of things. First thing, opening day is what I'm waiting for. I, I, I mean, I can't control who makes the team and who don't. Right. But what I like at opening day, it's nothing like opening day in the NFL. I mean, it's just one of the greatest games. You know, the, the tailgates. The it's just opening day just have a different different atmosphere than any besides playoffs. The opening day. That's what I'm. I'm getting fired up to go see. Uh, to come to the game against Arizona. Hey, Q, um, Brent Musburger, I agree. I agree with you that I don't think he was a long term, and he's not a not that he's not a Raider Raider, but right. he just he just you know he just didn't fit the fit the mold as a as one of us, one of the Raider um, guys at this time. And I agree with you. I don't think he was long term. But what I do want to, uh, I have one thing I do want to say. Hey, Q, why are we not looking at another – we got $20 million in salary cap money. What's the reason why we're not, we're not looking at some DBs to bring in? We, I, from what I'm hearing is Trayvon Mullen, hey, he, 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 his injury is a lot more serious than, than what um, um, the Raiders are leading up to. And the last thing I'll let you go is that, hey, Q, this, I, I think it's ridiculous that you guys can't go to training – I mean, to um, – and what and, and give us more perspective. You got to look from, from with the with the uh, binoculars. That don't make no sense. We going to the Patriot way now, hiding everything we do. Come on, man. Let you guys go so we can know as fans. 
and I let you go, man. Thank you for everything. Hey, thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you. And look, hey, it is, it is what it is, right? I mean, you know, every regime has their own, own feelings on and the way that they they handle their business. And and real, I mean, we're we're cool with that. It's not a problem. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll check it out with some binoculars or or whatever. And and look, this is just OTAs and mandatory minicamp. We don't know what it's going to be like at training camp, but you know, I mean, people are going to always do what they are used to doing. So whatever whatever they're comfortable with is. It's fine. We'll adjust. We'll be good. You know, we'll still bring you all the coverage. We'll still bring you all the audio. I mean, hell, we started off the show with Trayvon Merrick. I mean, we're we're good. Believe me, we're in a great position. And I sit back and think what I do for a living each and every day. And if I got to sit in some stands and look across the field with binoculars and that's the job I'm getting paid to do, then so be it. <laughs> right? Have you gotten a pair? <laughs> right? I haven't got a pair yet, but I'm working on it. Right? I've been I was busy this weekend, man. We had the graduation. People were in town and everything. So uh, it's been a very busy week. But uh, I'm going to get my. Uh, binoculars I'll, probably, I'll get them today as soon as i get out of here before i go home i'll go buy some and uh so tashawn won't be the only guy with binoculars and, and by tomorrow i'm sure granny will probably have some uh Vinny will probably have some everyone will probably have some at that point just to prepare yourself and that's okay again that's 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 fine i'm all right with that uh as far as going out and looking at another db um, we don't know that they're not you know i mean and this is what i kind of I, I i don't think that us being far away from what they're doing has anything to do with like leaks getting out of the building or, or what they, they're doing getting out of the building. But if you've noticed, and I can actually appreciate this, ever since the new regime has taken over, we're not hearing about, oh, man, the, the Raiders are, are hot and heavy after this person, that person, or the other. We're not hearing that, you know, like, like we had in the past. So I don't actually have a problem with everything kind of being buttoned up. I think it's cool. You know, when Chandler Jones was announced that the Raiders signed him, I was like, whoa, where, where the hell did that come from? You know, when, when the move for Devontae Adams uh, was made, like we talked about it a lot on the radio, like, oh, man, wouldn't that be great? Uh, that'd be the best wide receiver Derek Carr had. I mean, I did podcasts on top of podcasts about uh, Devontae Adams going, you know, what he would mean if the Raiders were to go and get him. And then Aaron Rodgers, you know, agreed to his, his deal in Green Bay, and I thought, well, that's over. That's done. And I never talked about it again. And literally, I was in the middle of recording a, a, a Locked On NFL podcast with my guy Chris Carter. I was in the middle of answering his question, and all of a sudden he just stopped me. He's like, hold on, Q, hold on, man. I think that you are probably going to be busy right now. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, I'm uh, reading this right now. Raiders have uh, just traded for Devontae Adams and then gave him the contract extension or whatever. That was literally like also just out of nowhere and I think that was like a Friday morning or a Thursday evening or whatever it was it was just out of nowhere so the conversation had already been dead I actually kind of appreciate that that everything is not out there in the open so if that all ties in together along with you know not having media all up close to personal in, in the practice that's 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 fine I'm good <laughs> it's 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 not a problem uh we'll, we'll definitely go ahead and maintain it we'll be okay uh, and, and, you know, like I said, going back to the defensive back, and if they are looking at somebody, they might be. They might be looking at a defensive back. They might be looking at offensive linemen. They might, I mean, there's a lot of different directions that they can go, or they could just stay pat and say, hey, we're going to see what happens in mandatory minicamp. We're even going to kind of go all the way up to training camp and see what we have, and then if we feel like we got to make a move, then we'll go make a move. I mean, that's the one thing that I've also noticed about this new regime. They don't, I don't want to say panic, but they don't, like, just jump into something real quick. They kind of slow play things. Like, for example, my wife likes to research everything. She likes to research everything before we go and, and make a purchase or something. You know, she, she wants to know the, the ifs, the ands, the buts, the whys, everything, the how comes. You know what I mean? Like, she wants to break it down. Where me, I'm like, sold. <laughs> hey, what about this? Yeah, let's go and get it. You know, I, I'm the guy that'll just rush to, yeah, let's go do it. And then later on, be like, 
oh, I really really didn't need that. Like, I have a piece of radio station equipment right now at my house that I have not used one time. And I remember when I bought the, I bought two pieces of equipment at the same time, and she asked me specifically, are you sure you're going to need that second piece? And I said, yep, guaranteed it. That's what the guy said. And I have not used it one time. That's what the guy said. <laughs> <laughs> of course he said it. He did. No, not the guy that sold it to me. Oh. But I, yeah, of course he's gonna say that too. But no, uh, it was it was a guy who was telling me what kind of equipment I needed to have at the house so I could do some shows and and still have the the quality sound. And it was uh, it was and you've probably seen it at my house, Demond. You've been there. It was uh, it goes around the mic so you don't have any any like echo or or you know basically it's what you see in a recording studio where you see the stuff on the walls. Well, this was something where you could just kind of wrap it around the microphone. Well. The way that my house is set up and the way that I have the studio set up, I don't need that, you know? And so that, I mean, it, and it wasn't a lot. It was like a hundred something dollars extra, but she asked multiple times, are you sure you need that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what Justin said. He said that I need to make sure I get this. He even sent me a picture of it, so I'm going to get it. And I have not used it one time. Not once. It has sat there folded up the whole time I've had it, and I've probably had it about six months now. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her that, and I'm sure she already knows, but... I'm uh, I'm definitely not gonna uh, brag that that yeah I failed to I failed to uh, do the research like I should have but that's that's my that's what I'm saying It's like they don't rush to go and and make moves where I feel like the old regime probably did oh this guy's available let's go get him real quick you know what I mean and 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 on top of that I think that they have a certain price that they're willing to pay for certain guys and they're not willing to go over that they're like okay hey you know J C Jackson wants to be the highest paid defensive back well we'll give you this but that's it. No, wants more. Okay, well then go to L.A. Go where there's you got to pay tax. Go where everything's super expensive. Go ahead. Go, no problem. And they're comfortable with that. And I'm okay with that as well. Again, that's completely against my philosophies, but <laughs> my philosophies have left me broke. <laughs> you know, so they're, they're doing things the responsible way. Speaking of responsible, let's go out to our guy Fargo Raider. One more call. What's on your mind, my man? Welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon. Q and Demond, my cutty. Yes, sir. Good to be back on the radio. Um, I, I just wanted to touch on, uh, something I thought was real important that Raider X said, you know, car does be doing too much. And this does happen to all of us in our lives when we get caught up in trying to catch up or trying to get ahead and you do a little too much too quick and you get burned. You know, my, my pinky has been numb for like a week. I don't know what I zapped it on, but I can't feel it. So that's firsthand proof right there. Um, and as far as being excited about this season, for me, I think what's most exciting is the fact that we hear about McDaniels being a guru and this and that and all that. You know, they talked about like that about Gruden. They talk about, they talk about like that about a ton of guys, but we have a proven commodity in, in, in McDaniels. We know that he can run a pick-your-poison kind of offense, and I think that's going to be real dangerous. We've been, for the last four seasons now, we've been real monotonous on what we do. It's going to be run, run, pass. We're going to dig ourselves into a hole, and then Carr's going to have to throw us out of it. Luckily, we've had the goats in Waller and Renfro to dig us out of those holes, but I don't know about you, but I was, I was, my teeth got worn down from gritting my teeth so much, uh, just hoping that we get this next third down. And I don't think that we're going to be there anymore. I think that we're going to look at the, the team that we're playing, and we're going to adjust, and that's exciting to me because I don't think we've really seen that. 
we grew and played a football that I grew up loving. You know we're going to run the ball, but we're still going to run it down your throat. And that's great and all, but this ain't the 80s, man, and we don't have Bo Jackson. We don't have Marcus Allen. So we need to diversify, and I think that that's what's most exciting this season coming up is the potential of that. But, you know, I'm a Raider fan, so there ain't been a season I ain't been hyped about. You guys have a great day. Hey, hey, facts right there. At the end, he he came with facts. Like, there has probably not been a season that I don't think any Raider fan hasn't been hyped about. I'll tell you, and then we'll take a quick break. I was so hyped about the year. Remember when Art Shell came back? Remember when he was back on the sidelines, and I think the Raiders were like 4-0 and or 3-1 and in the preseason? And I kept thinking... What if this translates to like a big – like I kept thinking in my mind, what if this is going to turn into a, a monster season? Uh, it did not. It did not turn into a monster season. I was just thinking with, hey, man, they're, they're looking pretty good in preseason. I know preseason means nothing. I absolutely know that. But, you know, Arshel had been away from the game for a long time. You know, as far as coaching, he was coming back to the Raiders. It's always as great when someone, you know, that comes back that's tied up with the, the team as part of the organization. Like, I made every reason in my mind that it was going to work out really well, and the Raiders won two games that season. All right, Q, I got to ask because I just looked at the schedule for that season. They won those two games, two games in a row. Did you think that maybe they were turning it around when they got the two and five? No, no, no. I I knew I knew that that was a it was going to be a bad bad season, man. I, I realized then that that was awful. Uh, but man, oh man, it sure did it sure did feel good in the preseason. <laughs> what did they do? Go three and one in the preseason? I ain't got the preseason schedule in front of me. Okay, I think it was three and one that year. Anyway, it was it was something like that because I thought at first, man, they're going to go uh, undefeated. And I think they lost the last game. They probably were playing Seattle. They normally play Seattle that last game. But uh, yeah, I remember that, and uh, that was a one and done season. That was the Tom Walsh bed and breakfast offense that everyone knew wasn't going to work. But uh, I think that even 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 people that knew it wasn't going to work went into the season thinking, well, maybe, well, maybe there's a shot. Maybe it could work. No, it didn't. But this, I mean. Look, this year, I feel like there's a lot of really good weapons that this team has. They have a really good opportunity, and they're coming off a playoff berth. And uh, obviously, they lost that game to the Bengals. But, man, I feel like that they really uh, have a chance to kind of jump on that and run with it. Uh, but the division is so tough, man. I mean, there's going to be some games that they're going to lose that you're going to look at and be like, man, that was, that was a bloodbath. You know, there's going to be some losses that are going to pop up in the season that you're going to wonder, even wonder how that happened. And I don't mean just with the Raiders. I mean with just all the teams in the division, just because they, it's going to be such – uh, uh, it's going to be a, a, such a tough time out, I think, each and every week. But we'll see. Obviously, there's a long ways to go, but I think there is a, a very big sense of excitement around the team right now. 3.26 is the time. When we come back, I had a chance to catch up with Lester Hayes, the great Lester Hayes, on Saturday. Uh, we'll bring you that conversation, plus, of course, some more of your, ta- your texts and your calls. Sam and Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R, and the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. We're live here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Raiders HQ have been here all day. The morning tailgate got things kicked off this morning. Clay Baker, Vinny Bonsignor, Heidi Fang. You'll hear uh, a lot more of that trio more often moving forward. JT the Brick, noon to two. And then myself and Damon holding it down from 2 to 5 p.m. We'll be here on the regular each and every day, three hours long, three hours strong. I've been telling you about this for a while that I need to get an extra hour. Well, now we got an extra hour. 
So 2 to 5 p.m., Unnecessary Roughness. Uh, we're going to wrap up the day 7 to 5 p.m. each and every day. Uh, Vinny Bonsignor will be uh, a major part of the morning show, be a major part of uh, Unnecessary Roughness, be a major part of the radio station, just doing a lot of different things. So we're going to work Vinny to death. We're going to make that dude, we're going to wear his tail out. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of what we got going on right now. And, again, woke up with the, the morning tailgate, and I thought Clay Baker and Vinny and Heidi did a fantastic job. And uh, we'll have a couple other uh, players that are involved in it as well. We'll continue to update you as uh, as that goes along. But uh, also wanted to let you hear the conversation that I had. I had an opportunity to be here on Saturday uh, to sit down and talk with not only Hall of Famer Mike Haynes, but also uh, Lester Hayes, a guy who should be in the Hall of Fame. And uh, both guys were a dynamic duo when it came to cornerbacks in the NFL, two of the best that ever did it, and very well easily could make the argument as the best duo to ever play the game. But I uh, had a great opportunity to catch up with Lester on this show before, and here's that conversation from Saturday. Lester, uh, welcome back to the show. It's always great to have you, and how do you feel just being here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center? Guys, uh, this is outstanding. I came in in 77, and guys, it wasn't as bougie-bougie <laughs> as this is. Oh, Lord, I walked in. I thought I was, I was at a spot in... Uh, Jay's in Beverly Hills. <laughs> this is not uh, what I saw when I played. Right, right. Everything is developed. It's a major difference of high technology now. Yes, yes, it is. It's a beautiful building. <laughs> of course, they have Allegiant Stadium, but, uh, you know, the signs on the wall, once a Raider, always a Raider. Lester, what, what does that mean to you, just to, to be a Raider? Uh, well, well, what I... Uh, started playing in 77, uh, geez, geez, it was a, a mentality I, to keep on uh, being successful and winning. That, that's a foundation that, that has existed since, since I began playing in 77. Uh, stamina, technique, uh, love of football, but GAGs. It was a focus on training uh, to out-train uh, teams and not train five days a week, but put in the work. Of course, it's that seven days a week. Right. Uh, stamina focused on the fourth uh, uh, period, right. finishing strong. Uh, 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 during my day and my time period of one decade, years of consistent success. It's like, and uh, that's the success it started with with our big boss. Yes. Oh, it's like like it was Mr. Davis, this, and that uh, mentality now is passed down. <clears throat> uh, Mark Davis is doing a fantastic uh, job as far as signing. I uh. Uh, uh, super stud players is uh, like like I saw it 
uh, this this off season in 2022. Yeah. And I almost started to cry. <laughs> tears of joy. Right. And uh, Mark Davis is taught by his father. There are two and uh, be successful on Sunday. Like you must sign super studs. Oh, but the most important thing thing is to keep Derek Carr yeah. clean. Yes, yes, yes. That offensive line's got to protect him, keep him clean. And Devontae Adams, the super stud <laughs> that you mentioned, they signed him. You had, you know, Cliff Branch, you played with him. How 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 much does that having that super stud, having that game changer, how much does that make <clears throat> you better in practice? Oh, uh, uh, facing uh, number 21, uh, Speedy Branch. Yes. Uh, Cliff, Cliff Branch, Branch was a blessed man. Like as far as far as flexible speed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a four of point one forty yard dash. Uh, but uh, Cliff's uh, speed was was uh, a flexible speed. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Stabler and Plunkett, they had time. <laughs> That's the key yes. to Super Bowl championships. Uh, uh, like in 77 and 78 and 79. Uh, Stabler had time, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Super Bowl uh, fifteen, uh, and uh, Jimmy had time. Like a very, very important factor, <clears throat> Jesus, you got to give the passer time. Yes, like, like in. Uh, based upon time and Cliff's uh, speed, uh, thinking back, like as far as game changing, mm-hmm. uh, number uh, t- uh, 21, geez, he changed so many games. He changed the games, he moved the chains. Uh, like as far as, as it, like a uh, Jesus slant route, yeah, a post route, uh, Jesus post corner, like a go route. Jeez, it was a threat. Yeah, he was a threat, and I am so so blessed that. Uh, Cliff Branch was was uh, wearing silver and black. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. He made the game and changed the game. And he's going into mm-hmm. Canton, Ohio this uh, this year. Excited about that. Again, we're talking with the the great Lester Hayes, two time Super Bowl champ. We're here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ, and and your buddy uh, Mike Haynes. You guys walked in together. You guys were one of the best duos, cornerback duos ever to play the game. How special was that to be able to play across from a guy like Mike? This is deep. I'm going to go deep. Okay. I'm going to take you way back. Take me there. Take me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1970, 
five, and I was I was at Texas A and M. Right. And guess what? <laughs> Jeez, like, and there there's a major beef. Cause, okay, who's the best? Right. Of course, is it Pat Thomas who taught me? Mm-hmm. Or is it number 22 <laughs> of Mike Haynes? Right. This this is very fascinating. <laughs> Jeez, in 75, Pat Thomas is my big brother. Right, right. He taught me. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> is this, I was the line... Like like in seventy five, yeah. I was 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 a backer. Right, right. Of course, and Pat Thomas, he taught me. Right. Like, and it's the beef, beef. Like, is Pat Thomas or Mike Haynes? Right. Who's the top dog? Jeez, <clears throat> in that year, of course, it's all our guys at A and M are saying. Pat Thomas is the top defensive back in the nation. He's the guy. But that's only in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> in Texas is Pat Thomas. Right. But, of course, in 49 states is Mike Haynes. <laughs> <laughs> and I hated Mike Haynes. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> hate. Deep hate. Right. Jeez, it was based upon... Of course, it's Texas love. Right, right. It's strong. Yeah, it is, yeah. <clears throat> so, geez, like Pat Thomas wasn't uh, the best defensive back back in the nation. Right. In 75. Right, right. No way. <laughs> geez, it was Mike Haynes. Mm-hmm. But it was a Texas focus and a Texas mentality. Of course. Pat Thomas is a... Jeez, you know, he's top dog. Right. Pat's the number one cornerback. No, no, no. <laughs> and jeez, and God has a sense of humor. <laughs> he puts them on my team. That's right. Puts me, me, me and Mike Haynes. Right. Teammates. The top tandem of all Time, but All time. look at 1975. <clears throat> Boy, I was spitting fire. <laughs> Hated Mike Haynes. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about trash, talking about Mike Haynes. Yeah. No, Mike Haynes ain't better than Pat Thomas. <laughs> he can't touch Pat Thomas's jock strap. <laughs> I was wrong as two left shoes. <laughs> I was wrong. But God has a sense of humor. Yes. Look what he did to, of course, Hayes and Haynes. Yep. Two of the but, best to ever do it. But, geez, it's this. I'm thankful it's based upon this. He gave us sack savages. Of course, Howie yeah. and Townston and Hendricks. He gave us men, J.J.'s and Martin and Mike Davis and Burgess Owens. Was in band McElroy, J.J. and Matt Millen. Oh, <laughs> but the most important factor was J.J.'s on first and second down. <laughs> 
Stop the run. Stop the run. Boy, he gave us Ken Law and Browning. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get everybody. Got to get everybody. The uh, uh, Nelson. That's the most important factor in football. Jeez, it's not on passing downs. Mm-hmm. It's first and second down. Stopping that run. Boy, you must crush men on first and second down. Boy, like in that, that is what what my team did. Right. Jeez, it's third down and seven plus. Jeez, it's no draws on third and seven. It's no screen. Yeah, yeah. It's a passing down. Right. Oh, but I need pressure. Don't need sacks. Okay. Jeez, I need heat. Yeah, yeah. And Townsend and Howie and Hendricks and Mike and Mike Davis on the safety blitzes. Woo, brother, I had heat. Right. And then I got the... Jeez, it's pick sixes. Yes, yes. Jeez, it's pressure. Mm-hmm. It's the boom. That's what I need, and I got it. Like if my team kept on being successful on Sunday, right? kept on winning, you got to win, but you got to stop them on first and second down. Got to. Got to do it. Got to do it. Before I let you go, I got to ask you, what does it feel like to get a pick six? You get that interception, you take it to the house. What is that feeling like? What kind of ultimate high is that? It uh, gets, guess what? (laughs) Now, that's okay to do, of course, a pick six. Yeah. But I blocked punts. I blocked a lot of punts. Yeah. Jeez, it's psychological stimuli because you weren't expecting that. Right. Special teams, that's what changes. It changes things. Yeah. It changes. A pick six is beautiful. But, jeez, I think I blocked uh, nine punts. Nice. Jeez, you That's extra effort right there. That's extra effort. That's so true. But, geez, it's special teams. Right. It's special. See, it's special teams. <laughs> That's why it's called special it's teams. special. <laughs> of course, it's psychological stimuli. It psychs a man up. Jeez, mm-hmm. it's the spine tingler. Yes. Your spine tingles when you block punts. But on a pick six, boy, it's this. I'm a state track champion yes sir yes sir if i catch it <laughs> it's six i'm not getting caught right <clears throat> but geez like you know what they like it's the stimulation geez, of your team right geez, it's fire it pumps up everybody but you feel the crowd the sound waves, <laughs> it travels, yeah. it hits you, ping, yeah. ping, 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 <laughs> ping, 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 and you start jumping around on start the field, ping, and you start moving, it's, geez, yeah. the roar, the roar, <laughs> it hits a man on Sunday. I love it. 
It makes you start crying. I remember one time I started crying because the sound wave were cranked up <laughs> so much it was against the Seahawks. Okay, okay. <clears throat> like, and, like, and it was a pick six. It was a playoff game yeah. in SoCal. It's 90,000 folks there. Right. Jeez, I got a pick six. I had pressure coming. Of course, it was Howie and it was Townsend in a pincer move. Woo! The pincer move of Howie and Townsend. Jeez, he threw it right to me because he felt the heat. Yeah, yeah, the pressure. Pick six. Jeez, there's 90,000 people there in the Coliseum. Yeah. Course pick six, like I felt the sound way, <laughs> like it was so strong. I don't know why I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> the ping ping got me. Yeah, the ping, the sound way, <laughs> psychological stimuli. There it is. Of course, you need the crowd. You need them, especially at home. Right. You need. The stimulation of the noise. Jeez, it's positive and it psychs you up. Jeez, it psychs them out. Right. Right. Absolutely. I got I to gotta tell you, but I was telling my buddy uh, Mickey and my man Jess that uh, I was coming to interview you, and they said, tell Lester he is my favorite player of all time. Both guys, my man Mickey and Jess, when you hear that, there's always fans that show up to autograph signings for you. There's always fans that want to take pictures of you. When you know that, when you realize that you are a lot of fans' favorite player of all time, what does that mean to you? Oh Well, geez, I'm a Texan. Yes, you are. Houston, Texas. I was taught (laughs) something in Mr. Davis. Jeez, it was the same focus. Never I. Oh, I'm going to spin it. Yes. I'm going to spin it to my teammates. Right. Jeez, if now just think if I was on some other team that sucked. Right. <laughs> Thank right. you, Jesus, I wasn't on another team that sucked. I know that's right. Woo! I know that's right. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> we preaching today. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> Jeez, I, I spin to my teammates. I name them. Name them all because I'm thankful. Because there was no I. Right. Man, we don't care about the check. I don't care, man. Jeez, if it was free, I'd play. Right. Based on love of football. But I love something more. The love of winning. The winning, that's what gets you hooked. Yes, yes. You get hooked on winning. Yes. That's what hooked me, Jay's in silver and black. Boy, we always won. Right. We always won. That's the most important factor. Like, and my teammates, geez, geez, on defense, on offense, like on special teams, it takes the team. The team, as far as stamina goes, can't get tired, of course, in the fourth quarter. So many Man, I watch him now. I play it back. Watching him. 
I'm playing him back. I'm watching him. Oh, he's tired. In the fourth quarter, he's playing tall. In the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, he's low. He's turning his hips. Yeah. He's quick. He's fast. In the fourth quarter, you cannot fold. Can't get tall because if you get tall, this sign, this ugly touchdown <laughs> sign is coming. It's coming. Jeez. Like. Like it's stamina. Yeah. Plus it's Jesus. Like it's technique. Yes. It's technique. You got to maintain it. But you gotta get quicker. Plus you gotta get faster in the fourth quarter. You got to finish strong. That's important to us and my team. Yes. Jeez, it was a focus on stamina and a focus on our technique, 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 and you got to finish. But once you taste it, once you start to win, geez, it changes a man. It changes you because now, geez, it's a focus on stamina it's to focus on your technique. Boy, you can't get there if you train for five days. Right. You got to out-train them. That's right. Seven days a week. That's what I tell them now. Son, you won't get a ring if you take off Saturday and Sunday. Right. <clears throat> Son. Of course, you got to out-train the Chargers, yep. the Chiefs, the G.H.G.'s in Denver and these other boys who take off on Saturday right. and Sunday. That's right. You out-train them. Jeez, that's what, what a is looking for. He's looking for psychological stimuli. There it goes. He's searching for confidence. <laughs> he got to look for it. Keys and keep looking. Look until tell is found. You got to find it with sweat. <laughs> <laughs> the great Lester Hayes with us here, Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. I know you got a busy day, busy schedule today. I appreciate all your time that you've given me. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you. <clears throat> guys, guys, I guarantee you something. Thing in 2022, Guys, it will be a 12-win nice. season. Okay. I guarantee it. There it is. Lester Hayes, the great Lester Hayes, guaranteed 12 wins for the silver and black. That's what I'm talking about. So be it. <laughs> <laughs> there he is right there. The great Lester Hayes. That was a lot of fun to catch up with him on Saturday right here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Uh, psychological stimuli, Damon. That's what you got to have. You got to have that stimuli. Psychological stimuli. Don't get tall. Tomato never have to worry about getting tall. All right. <laughs> you don't never have to worry about getting tall. Ever. <laughs> At your tallest of tall, you don't have to worry about getting tall. 
But uh, good stuff right there from Lester Hayes, man. It was, it was such an honor to be here in his presence. And, you know, it's, you can hear what he has to say, but when he's going through the hand motions and he's, you know, putting the touchdown symbol up or showing the rings off or whatever, it's just a whole nother ball game, man. It was really something uh, I probably should have made for TV, but, man, it, it was just fun to be in the studio with the great Lester Hayes. Before we take a break and get to the top of the hour, get to my guy, Daryl Guru Johnson, as we'll talk a little NBA Finals. Let's talk to our guy, Autumn Wynn Aaron. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? What up, QA? That was a great conversation that you had with Mr. Lester Hayes. Uh, Thank you. You know, the judge. Everyone should know the judge. Yes. I had the pleasure to meet him maybe five, six years ago. He was actually out in Henderson at Boulder City doing a siding at the local grocery store. Nice. And come to my surprise, I see the judge right there. I'm like, hold, what? What <laughs> is he doing here? You know, like, freaking Lester Hayes. Like, oh, my God. So I go right. chatting him. And I, I pretty much had almost the exact same conversation that you had with him. That man belongs in the Hall of Fame. That man's a Raider legend. Uh, if he played today, the kids would be all over that. You know, he is Trayvon Diggs. But, okay. you know, they, the kids don't know about that. Anywho. Um, yeah, uh, back to what, uh, you know, topic earlier. I, I'm excited for the CCQ. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued as much as I have been in the past because we don't know what we're going to get, you know. We know what we we're brooding, what we were going to get. Uh, you know, to some extent, but uh, McDaniel and Graham and the crew, we, we, we don't know. I'm excited. Right. Uh, it's it's going to be a dogfight, like you said. Uh, I'm excited for the tailgates. I'm excited for all the Raider Nation to come back. You know, the diehards. I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, wishy-washy people with the vaccination stuff and all that. But uh, now that that's been lifted, I think we're going to get a, a real home advantage again, you know, because uh, we were there last year, and I, I went to all but two home games. And, uh, you know, it was, it was good, but I felt like, you know, it was still adjusting. And it will continue to do that for a long time. You know, I've, I've been to the Coliseum numerous times and everything. But, you know, it's our own, and we're going to make it how we want it. It's still going to be, you know, that, uh, that dominant home field presence that we mustered up last year, you know, but on a different level, I feel like. Because this team and the fans are just kind of chomping at the bit. You know, we're all excited. We see the billboards around town. You know, I'm excited. Um, but I just want to get to kind of – I want to ask you a question. What is your biggest thing going into this season? I'll leave it at that. Peace out, Cube Thanks, man. Hey, thank you for the call. Good stuff, my man. It's always great to hear from you. And I'll say this. One of the things I'm most excited about is I think that the Raiders are going to be really dominant in the red zone. I really do. I feel like that they're really going to win in the red zone. I think Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, those three guys, in, in, in for a perfect example, are going to be so hard to, okay, who are you going to stop in the red zone? And that's where most of the damage is done. And that's where a lot of the, the I, I want to say games were lost, but games were made more difficult by not cashing in the red zone. I think that they have a real good opportunity to be dominant in the red zone. I think Derek Carr is going to throw the ball into the end zone. Something Jim Plunkett said each and every Monday when he joined the show, he said, you know, there's not enough throwing into the end zone. There's too much sideline to sideline asking Josh Jacobs to break a tackle or two or asking Hunter Renfro to break a tackle or two or, you know, even that last game against the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs. Where did that pass to Zay Jones go? Did it go into the end zone? No. It was like, okay, hey, Zay Jones is going to catch this, then he's going to barrel through everyone in defense to get into the end zone. That you can't, 
you can't do that. You've got to get into the end zone. So that's what I'm really most excited about is the opportunity to see Derek Carr sling the rock into the end zone. 358 is the time when we come back. Kicking off hour number three of Unnecessary Roughness. That's right, the new, new, strong, three-hour longs, that, that uh, stimuli, that psychological stimuli. Three hours of Unnecessary Roughness. We'll kick it off with Daryl Guru Johnson talking all things NBA Finals. This is Radio Nation Radio 920.